Have you ever prayed for something and didn't get what you needed? Today, Jesus says, ask and you will receive. But has that been your experience? What about the times whenever we pray for something and nothing happens? We don't get what we ask for. How does that match up with the gospel today? Jesus doesn't say, ask and you might receive. He says, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. How are we to make sense of this gospel passage whenever our experience probably for most of us is something quite different? Why does it seem like God leaves some prayers unanswered? I'd like to spend a little bit of time on that today because I think that it's probably something that we've all struggled with at least once in the past. To put it simply, though, when we pray, God typically responds in one of three ways. Yes, no, or not yet. So I want to unpack perhaps a few reasons why God might say yes why God might say no, and why God might say not yet. And before we get too deep into it, I have to say humbly that I don't know all the reasons why, because God's ways are not our ways. So perhaps there's reasons why you have discovered God might say one of those three things. But I'd like to offer at least a few in case someone is feeling discouraged because their prayers seem unanswered. So here's a few reasons. Here's three reasons why God might say no to our prayers. The first is one that we've probably thought of before because God has a better plan. God has something else in store for us. So for example, uh, it's not uncommon for people to ask me to pray for them. And sometimes the prayer request involves a job interview. Someone's interviewing for a position that they want They ask me to pray that they get the job. They want this job. And so we do. We pray. We ask the Lord. And it turns out they're not hired. And I've even had people come multiple times. They've had multiple job interviews. They keep praying, keep praying, and they do not get the job. Until finally one day, they get a job. And it turns out to be their dream job. Or maybe not their dream job, but it at least turns out to be a job that was better than the jobs that they had originally applied for. It's just a great example of how God had something better in store. He had a different plan. It also rings true, though, with suffering, especially physical illness. Sometimes God heals. In fact, a lot of times God heals because God loves to heal. In fact, he's doing it all the time in scripture. And even today we see interior healing and even physical healings of people that are sick. But sometimes God says no. And it's a great mystery. We're not sure exactly why. But what we do know is that sometimes God has a better plan for that person who's suffering with an illness. Perhaps that plan is to share in the redemptive suffering of Jesus Christ. We know this from the saints. They modeled this well. Even Charlene Richard, our little local, little Cajun saint, not quite yet canonized yet, but she she taught us a great lesson by the way that she died. 
She offered up her sufferings for others. Even as she was facing death, she had no fear because she was excited to unite it with Jesus on the cross for the spiritual benefit of those that she loved. You see, God had a better plan for her. A better than healing her was that she would heal others by her sacrifice. So sometimes, mysteriously, God says no because he has a better plan for us. Because he has something better in store. Another reason God says no is because what we're asking for is perhaps not spiritually good for us. Sometimes what we're requesting, we may not realize it, but it's spiritually dangerous or it wouldn't be good for us in the long run for our spiritual lives. We have to understand that our goal is heaven. And the one thing that God desires for us above everything else is heaven. And so sometimes he says no to certain prayers because he knows that that would take us further from him rather than towards him. So uh, I have to share this story. Uh, I remember when I was in college visiting my grandmother in, um, in her kitchen, and my mom was there as well. And I don't even remember exactly how we got to this point in the conversation, but somehow my mom expressed a reasonable desire for more money. And not in a like totally greedy way, not that she was, you know, trying to be the most, the wealthiest person in the world or anything, but you know, just as often many of us do, it's like, you know, it would be nice to be a little bit more financially stable. And my grandmother, who was a fiery bold woman and we love her to death, she she prayed her rosary 3 times a day and watched EWTN all day long. And she said, "Jolyn, I pray every single day that you never become rich. (laughs) And then I actually uh, responded, yeah, actually, I kind of pray the same thing, mom. I don't, I don't ever want you to become rich. (laughs) And so my mom was like, well, gee, I'm like sandwiched between my son and my mom and both of them are praying against me. I'm never going to make any money. (laughs) But I think what my grandmother and I was, was trying to articulate was, hey, like we don't see any spiritual benefit in that. In fact, we see a, ba- a greater blessing, at least for, the, for my mom's situation and our situation. We saw a greater benefit of not being totally wealthy. Sometimes God says no to our prayers because he knows that it might be better for us spiritually to do without. A third reason, this one's a little philosophical, but I think you can handle it. God always respects our free will. Always. Why? Because he's such a good and loving God. And he desires that we respond to him in love. And true love is not true love unless it's free. And so he never imposes against our free will. So Whenever our prayers involve or would imply that God would have to change someone's free will, he would say no because he doesn't want to do that. So here's an example. A lot of times we pray for people's conversion. Many of us have people that are maybe uh, don't have a relationship with God or maybe they don't go to church anymore and we pray that they would have a conversion. And this is good. God wants us to do that. So please don't stop praying for that. 
But we have to understand that the way that God goes about this is through nudges, through inspirations, through invitations, through circumstances, bringing the right people in that person's life and at the right time saying the right things. But God will never impose upon our free will. He will always give us a free choice to choose him. And so sometimes God says no whenever our prayers imply or involve that someone's free will would be taken away. Those are three possible reasons why God might say no. Perhaps there's other reasons, but those are at least three. So here's three reasons why God might say not yet. It's not no. The answer is yes, but not yet. One reason is to purify us. Because all of us, we're on this road toward heaven. Like we are growing in our faith. And part of growing in our faith is stepping away from sin. And we have to be refined and purified from some of our past sins. We have to let go of things that keep us from God. We have to shed ourselves of the barriers of the chains that keep us bound away from Jesus. And so sometimes God says, not yet, because he wants to teach us something. This especially um, comes into play again with physical illness. Sometimes God permits, God never causes, but he does permit us to experience physical suffering through illness. And sometimes he permits that, uh, he waits to heal us because he wants us to grow in patience or perhaps to grow in humility or sometimes to grow in faith. I've seen sometimes, um, it's not uncommon, this happens often, where someone is on their deathbed and they begin to make amends with family members. Sometimes toxic relationships that suffered for 30 plus years. And it's only then because they are dying that there's this opportunity to have a sacred conversation. Maybe someone apologizes. Maybe someone says, I love you for the first time in years. And what's really beautiful that perhaps these conversations wouldn't have even happened unless God permitted the suffering. So sometimes God says, not yet, because there's work to be done. And even mysteriously, we have to face the reality that this world is broken and fallen, and that it's not yet perfect, because perfection is in the next life. So all of us, you and me, all of us will die one day. Our lives are only temporary. And so we have to face the mysterious reality that sometimes even unexpectedly people pass. But again, God is purifying us, death being one of those final stages of purification, hopefully on our way towards heaven. And so sometimes God waits to heal us until the afterlife. Sometimes God may not say no, he might say not yet, because he's purifying us. Another reason why God might say not yet, sometimes it's because of unrepentant sin. 
We see this sometimes, you know, it's one thing to be struggling to grow in the spiritual life, right? Like we're all human, we're all imperfect, and we're all trying. It's one thing to be going to church and, and to have a relationship with God and to try to like grow in your faith and to step away from sin. It's another thing to live your life in denial, to convince yourself that you're really not that bad of a person, and to never apologize for your sin, to never go to confession because you think that you don't really have any sins. Or maybe even worse, to not come to church at all, never pray at all, and to kind of live a life that looks closer to the pagans more than a Christian. For those people, God might not answer their prayers because he's saying, not yet. I'm waiting for your repentance. I'm waiting for you to humbly request my mercy. You see, God has so much mercy and no one's ever too far from him. But we aren't able to truly and fully receive his mercy until we repent. And so sometimes he says, not yet. I'm waiting for your repentance. We also see this um, with withholding grudges. We see it a lot of a lot of times in healing ministry, sometimes um, we'll ask somebody, is there someone that you need to forgive? Sometimes they'll say, yeah, you know, my, my mom or my spouse or a, a stranger who hurt them in the past. And sometimes whenever we invite them to forgive, that's all it really takes for God to then answer their prayer. For God to bestow healing upon them, maybe an interior healing, or maybe even a physical healing. And so sometimes God is waiting for us to repent or to forgive. Another reason, the third reason why God might say not yet, is simply because we don't ask. How many of us just stop asking? We get busy, or we get discouraged, or maybe we just don't really believe that God really wants to answer our prayers. We lack faith, and we just stop asking. Jesus says, ask. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Be not afraid to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. Sure, maybe he'll say no. Maybe he'll say not yet, but we won't know until we ask. It would be so unfortunate if the answer is yes, but he's waiting on us to ask, and we never ask. Sometimes God says not yet because he's waiting for us to just simply ask. So those are three reasons. Three reasons why he might say no, because he has a better plan, it's not good for us spiritually, or because of free will. Three reasons why he might say not yet, because he's purifying us or others around us, because of unrepentant sin or unforgiveness or because we don't ask. Here's three reasons why God might say yes, because God loves to say yes. It's his favorite thing. He loves to say yes to his children, just as you who have children love to say yes to your children. And parents, y'all know that you can't say yes to your children every time they ask something, but whenever you are able to say yes, you love it. It brings you great joy because you're able to express your love to them through your yes. So one reason why God says yes is to increase our faith, to build our faith, to to show us that he really is who he says he is, and he really is someone to be trusted. He is a good father. 
We can place our trust in Him. And so an answered prayer is an opportunity to build our faith and to build the faith of those around us as they witness an answered prayer. That's one reason. Another reason is to increase our hope because God knows that we're suffering. God knows that life is hard. It's true. It's difficult to be alive sometimes. And he has compassion on that. And he wants to encourage us and to help us to persevere, to keep our eyes on the prize, which is heaven, primarily. To keep our eyes on Jesus, who helps us. And there's nothing like an answered prayer that can encourage us to persevere through hard times. A third reason why God might say yes is to increase our love. You see, God himself is love. He's the definition of love. He's the holy trinity, trinitarian love, dynamic, active love of divine persons giving themselves totally to each other eternally. And that love outpours into our lives. He loves to show his love to us. And when we receive that divine love, we cannot but help but share it. Because love multiplies, it outpours Our mission above everything else in this world is to love, to share divine love. God answers our prayers so that we can receive and give love. So what's been your experience? Has God said yes, no, or not yet to your prayers? Consider the things you've asked him. In the past, maybe this morning, maybe even during this Mass. Whatever He's told you, our response remains the same. To keep praying. We keep praying because we know that God responds in love. He says yes, no, and not yet because He loves us. Every time He answers our prayers, He does it in love. And he desires that we keep praying, that we keep participating in the ever active prayer of Jesus and the church to the Father. In today's gospel, he says that even if in the parable, the friend doesn't give the loaf of bread because of their friendship, he'll give it because of his persistence. It's a lesson on perseverance to persist in prayer, to keep praying. But you see, we pray as sons and daughters, not customers. We're not at Walmart or shopping on Amazon. We are in a relationship. Prayer is not a transaction. It's a relationship. And we live and pray as sons and daughters in this constant communion with him. Petitionary prayer is just one of many ways in which we live out that relationship, but it's an important way. So if you're feeling discouraged or tired from your prayers, if you feel like many of your prayers just go unanswered, keep praying because the simple request delights God, our heavenly father. Jesus says, ask. And you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock. And the door will be open to you. Amen.